0: You're listening to Unleashed Ambition. Hi, I'm Caroline, and I've spent the past few years committing to my own personal growth. And I quickly learned that I was not the only one on this journey, but most of the work that's required to step into the next best version of you happens behind closed doors. I want to do the hard shit together. So we'll talk about what it takes to get to that next level, day-to-day life, and every single thing in between. If you felt a tug to do more, be more, and experience more, that's the ambition that's ready to be unleashed. We're here to get exactly what we want out of this life, my friend. So grab a drink and let's get it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. What's going on? I have an interview for you guys coming at you today with my friend, Rachel Graham, and Rachel and I got connected over on Instagram, and we've been following each other for a while. Um, So Rachel is a human design embodiment coach. So she is all about all things human design, but also manifestation and how to master manifestation in your life. Um, I love how calming and you can just feel Rachel's energy all throughout this episode. And that's why I really wanted her to come on today. So a little bit of backstory. I've always like everyone knows about manifestation, but to be completely transparent, I just never fully got it. I never fully understood it or what it meant or how to do it and all I knew was that you're supposed to like call things out declare things that you want and bring them into your life and I just never really understood exactly how to do that so I asked Rachel if she would want to come on the show and I think she gives some really helpful tips and understanding a little bit more about what manifestation is but I also love that you'll hear in the episode how open she leaves this because it's truly up to you what you want this to look like into your life. So, we're gonna just jump right into it. Here's my interview with Rachel, and today we're jamming about all things manifestation. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited for today's interview. I have Rachel Graham on the show. Rachel, welcome. Hi,
1: thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, I gave a little intro about you, but tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a manifesting generator in human design. So basically that means I'm multi-passionate. So whenever someone asks me that question, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much I could say. It's I could such say, a loaded question. I, I know. And it kind of excites me though, because I'm like, I'm doing so much. I'm, I'm a yoga teacher. I'm a manifestation coach. I'm a human design reader. I have a women's circle that I run and host retreats with. So, I mean, I'm, I'm doing all of the things, but I'm very much grounded in manifestation, wellness, and, you know, women's empowerment. That's what really lights me up. I love it. So we got connected through Instagram. I feel like a while ago.
0: Um, mm-hmm. And I wanted to have you on because I wanted specifically to talk about manifestation and human design. So um, at this point, we've had a a human design reader on the show. So my listeners have a little idea about human design, but I want to talk about manifestation and I want to be completely honest here this is kind of foreign to me. Like manifestation has always been something where I just don't feel like I grasp it. And so this is one of the things I was like, you know, I want to, I want to learn as I go. And I really, my dog says, hi, wanted to bring you on. So can you like, how did you get into manifestation? Take us through kind of your process of how you got started with this.
1: So before I get into how I got into manifestation, Um, I want to start off by saying like, I think nowadays because manifestation is such a trendy word and topic, it can feel pretty loaded and um, it can feel like, oh my gosh, what is that? I don't know if I believe in it. I don't know. You know, I don't know what this whole manifestation deal is. And feel a little woo, right? Like for a lot of
0: people, they're like, I don't, I don't know. That just feels like too far out there for me.
1: Right. And, and the thing is with manifestation, all it is, if we take away the labels and whatever you've seen in the past, it's simply just consciously creating your life, which most of us have experience in, right? It's consciously creating your life, creating a life that aligns with your needs with your desires with your dreams so that's you know if we simplify it that's all it is and of course there's more that goes into it there's a lot of energetics there's a lot of understanding yourself and healing uh releasing conditioning but ultimately it's uh creating your life consciously so there's a lot of intention behind it we're not just following old patterns we're not just following what you know society maybe told us to do. We're getting really clear on what is it that we want and then go off and create it. So um, that's how I see manifestation and, and how I got into it was I was unhappy at the time working a nine to five and I just knew in my body and my core that I was meant to be doing something else. And I also just had this knowing that uh, life was meant to be fun for me. Like life was meant to, um, or work was meant to be fun for me. Work was meant to, to light me up. Um, so at the time I had, I was really into wellness. I healed chronic cystic acne. So at the time that's what was fully lighting me up. And I decided to be a health coach. So I went to health coach, um, did a certification, uh, went back to school. And as I was starting to shift from a nine to five life to, okay, I'm starting to create this own, my own thing. I'm starting to, you know, I'm creating my own business. I'm, I'm, I'm designing my life intentionally. That's when I got into manifestation because I didn't know what I was doing. And I, I was curious though. I wanted support. I was excited. And as soon as I started hearing about manifestation, I was like, yes, this is for me right now. I'm, I'm consciously creating a new life. I'm choosing a new life for myself. Like what, what do I do next? Tell me more. Yeah.
0: (laughs) One of the things that we we've been talking about on the show recently is not being passive in our life and being more aware of our, our mindset, our thoughts, our habits in general. So I think this is like perfect timing to kind of lean into talking about just like you said, just being conscious. And I think this can take it to the next level. Mm. Like when I, when I have, you know, heard manifestation, I'm like, okay, so I just say what I want. And then it appears like, it's kind of hard to get, get behind. And I feel like some of my listeners are in the same boat. Like, so I just say I want it and it appears like, obviously it doesn't work like that. So take us through, like, how is this something that, how can we really create what it is that we're desiring?
1: Yeah. Ooh, I first want to say like, that's amazing that you're talking about being passive versus being active because part of manifestation is taking radical responsibility for your life and for your beliefs, how you see the world and for your actions. And so that's a big part of manifestation is shifting from passive mode, which is usually us allowing our beliefs, what we learned from mom and dad to dictate what we create in our lives to becoming active and really choosing how do I want to see the world and what do I want to create? So I I love that whole conversation in and of itself. Um, But when it comes to manifestation, starting your manifestation practice always starts with clarity. Clarity on what do you want? It's so simple, like what do you wanna create? If there were no limits, no shoulds, no buts, like just infinite possibilities, what would you say yes to? What would you open yourself up to? Um, and it starts with that clarity. And as you create that clarity, uh, the next step is to start to connect to the energy of that. What does it feel like in your body? Uh, what does it feel like to open up to that more? And for for some, like if, if it feels really hard to get behind this idea of manifestation, like it's hard to believe, like if I say something, it's gonna happen, check in with that. And I, I invite you to get really curious about what beliefs are running in the background, like all the beliefs that we inherit and learn from not only mom and dad, but, you know, the rest of our family from school, teachers, peers, all of that is coloring your perception and how you see the world, your lens. And so everything that you believe, you're going to, you're going to see proof of it. You're going to find proof of it. That's just how we work as humans. So if it feels hard to believe that you can just say something, and then you can start to, create it, then check in with that because that in and of itself is preventing you from taking radical responsibility of your life. Yeah. There's definitely some
0: limiting beliefs in there, you know, that are kind of peeking out. Um, I'm such like a paper pencil gal and I have just loved like physically writing things down and you can almost feel like a visceral reaction. Sometimes like, So when you're talking about things coming up, like I encourage you to get quiet, write down the things that Rachel just said, like, what do you actually want? And how does that literally make, like, are you tensing up when you're writing that? Like, does that feel a little unsettling? And if so, like she said, there there's something there that's definitely starting to block you creating or even taking the next step towards it.
1: Yeah, I love I love that you said that because when you do write things down, it starts to make it real. And that's why a lot of people resist writing goals down creating lists journaling even because they're like Oh my gosh it's real now, but if you do that and you do notice like some triggers or some blocks are starting to come up, like, that's a good thing. Celebrate yourself in that moment because those triggers or whatever belief or whatever uncomfy sensation, if that is coming up for you, if that's coming up, that's like, that is your key to manifestation because it's through healing those things through shifting from one point of view to a new point of view that. You know, aligns with your dreams, desires. That's that's the key. Yeah. So, so we've written the things down,
0: and we're we're working through whatever's coming up. What's next? So, how do we start to actually manifest these things into our reality?
1: Yeah. So, I really like to understand manifestation through like feminine and masculine energetics, right? So we could, it, it's not whether you're a woman or a man, it's its the energy. So uh, you could swap out feminine and masculine for yin and yang or flow and structure. Um, I was actually talking about this on my stories today. Uh, so it's very present on my mind right now. And these are the two energetics that if you pair them together, leads to manifestation. So the feminine is the connecting to your emotions. What does it feel like to be connected to your desires? Does it light you up with uh, pleasure? Does it excite you? Does it put a fire in your belly? Um, What does that, that feel like? So that's part of the flow, the feminine. It's like when people say you're just like, you know, you're flowing, you're in flow with creation. That's the feminine. The masculine is the structure, the goals, the taking action. And you need both with manifestation. So you need to connect to the energy of what you're creating. Like you need need to embody it, like fully feel like what will will it feel like when you um, get that dream job, when you meet your, you know, the love of your life when you travel the world, like connect to that feeling and start there. Cause one of the biggest things I've learned in manifestation is it's it's not the action that determines the result. It's the energy behind the action. So you need both, you need energy and action but if you just have action, then you're not gonna get very far. So once you have the energy then you can put it behind the action, which is yeah. smart. I'm huge about smart goals. Like make it specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timely, and then do the thing. Like send the email, um, show up to the class, like take action. And these are things that like, you know how to do. If you're listening to this podcast right now, I'm sure in some light, some part of your life, you've already manifested. It's not something that you can turn on or off manifestation is always happening. You're always creating your reality. It just depends on whether you're doing it unconsciously or consciously. So tune in, like, when have you done this before? I I think it's, we can become so
0: like waiting for things to happen. Like, okay, I'm setting myself up. I'm ready now. I'm ready for the dream partner. I'm ready for the job. And it's like, that's not going to happen unless you do the damn thing (laughs) like you.
1: Yeah. And
0: I think that's like missing. That's like the missing piece. It's like, we, we try to prepare ourselves. I'm putting air quotes, prepare for it to be handed to us. When in reality we are in control of creating this reality for ourselves. I also wanted to talk about, um, if you want to dive in, there are arrows on your human design chart that can talk about masculine and feminine like manifestation, you know, whether you're specific or non-specific. Do you want to talk about that?
1: Totally. I'm glad you bring that up because there's often a lot of confusion around like, how am I meant to manifest because this one person is telling me to do it this way. And this other person is telling me to do it this way. I'm so confused. Like people message me all the time with this confusion. And it always reminds me to talk about human design because most people who are telling you what to do are just telling you what worked for them. And the thing is, we all have really different, unique human design charts. So even what worked for me it may be different for what worked for you. So um, I, I I would probably be a whole episode in itself to go through all the arrows, but the one you mentioned, the specific and the non-specific. If your arrow points to the right, then you're non-specific. And this is the bottom right arrow. So there's four arrows at the top of your chart. And so the bottom right arrow, if it points to the right, you're non-specific, which means that you're not supposed to create a clear list. Um, I'm not, you're not, okay, cool. This is you, me too. So yeah, you're, you're not supposed to be super, super, super specific of like, okay, I'm manifesting a, a car, for instance. You're not meant to be like, okay, I'm going to get this, make this color with this add on, you know, whatever, whatever we do with cars. Um, You're meant to focus more on the vibe. So do you want to feel like, do you want the luxurious vibe? Do you want more of an adventurous vibe? Do you want like a cute spunky vibe? Um, And you start to connect with the vibe of what you're calling in rather than the specifics. Because if you get caught up in the specifics, then you're, you're oftentimes going to block yourself from receiving what your mentors do. That's
0: why now that I know this about myself, I used to have such a hard time with vision boards. Like everyone was making vision boards. And I was like, I don't know, like, you know, like I know I want a nice car or like, I know when I grow up, my husband and I want to have a boat. Like, I know I want to have a boat, but like, I don't know what color or like Mm. it's going to look like. I just know that I want to feel great. You know, I can feel the wind in my hair on my family's boat and so, like all of that we talked about in the Human Design episode, you just learn so much about yourself, and you're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> now I understand me.
1: Yes, I actually think though that vision boards are great for non-specifics, but it you might need to do it differently. Yeah, I know. I think like for non-specific people, we have struggled with manifestation because we put so much pressure on, like, I need to know the thing. Um, so like I said in the beginning, like clarity is important, but there's different versions of clarity, right? There's clarity in like the specifics. So if you're a specific manifester, then you, you know, you write all of the specifics down, but, um, clarity could also be like, you're clear on the vibe. You're clear on how you want to feel in the car. You're clear on, um, you know, like other, other aspects, like, I mean, there's the vibe and there's how you want to feel, but there's so much else. It's like, how does it impact your day? Like, um, how does it feel in your body? Like, Where does the car lead?
0: You know, like exactly. Yeah. So there's the other end of the spectrum for people that are specific manifestors and they do things a little different.
1: Yeah. They, you can just write down all the specifics. You're like, you want to you want a pink uh, convertible car? Write it down. You okay, want to make right.
0: fifty-six thousand dollars a year and twenty-five cents, like,
1: like you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like, have fun with it. What do you? What are you going to open up to? Yeah. All right. So specific,
0: non, non-specific. So now that we kind of have like a little better understanding. Can you give us some examples of how like we can create some of these manifestation practices? Like, what does this look like in our daily life? Like, what are some things that you do or how would you recommend for someone who's like, I'm new to this, I'm just really starting to become aware of my reality a little bit more. And I want to start implementing this kind of in my routine.
1: Mm-hmm so I want to come back to like what manifestation is and I said this earlier it's you are consciously creating a life you love and the key word is conscious so many of us live our life on autopilot like we're kind of unconscious we're letting our routine our beliefs every all the conditioning kind of take us from point A to point b in our days like it's uh, habits and routines are great but when we're constantly in that space where we're just manifesting the same reality over and over again. So the key word is conscious. Um, Conscious being aware. So you are fully alert. You're fully online. You are aware. And so for many of us, that takes practice, cultivating awareness. And we cultivate that practice with energetic practices. So Um, Some of my favorite practices for getting into uh, for supporting your manifestations include like breath work. It's really great for moving energy in your body for creating awareness. Journaling. I'm a huge fan of stream of conscious journaling. I got into that um, a few years ago, right before my business took off and I did the artist way. So totally recommend doing the artist way. It's a 90 day uh, experience with a chapter that you read each week and every day you do stream of conscious journaling where you just dump out everything you're thinking, feeling, and you, you write three full pages a day. And that's huge because it not only generates awareness, but it also uh, gets you into that flow state. So there's that. Um, I mean, there's so many, we've heard them too, like meditation movement movement is huge um just studying your human design living your design there's going to be some things that are unique to you based on your your human design um but the practices that really help you tune into your energy and cultivate awareness are going to be practices that have you getting into your body and slowing down yeah and i think one of the things that that
0: helped me in the very beginning is just being comfortable in silence Like that was very uncomfortable for me. Like literal silence. It's like you, I would reach for my phone immediately. And I'm like, okay, no, like you're, it just makes you so aware. And literally the only thing you have to think is what's running through my head right now. And if Mm -hmm. you're just starting out, like I just recommend put the pen to paper or I used to love like voice memos sometimes I didn't love writing and I'm just very vocal so I would just get a voice memo and I would just hit play on my phone and start talking I love that um I still have a lot of them and I would date them and it's like you can go back and play them and you're like holy shit like I, I was going through that at that point like look where I am now so I mm-hmm. like you said you have to find like what what works for you um
1: I there. also I really like what you said about like the memos and the journaling because you're bringing presence to what you're feeling in the moment. And as a culture, we're kind of heady. Like we're very much in our masculine, lots of doing. um, And sometimes it just takes that little action, that little switch of, let me just record what's going on, or let me write it down to start to shift into your body. And if you can do that and you want to take it a step further, then, This is one of my favorite practices. You take a few deep breaths, you close your eyes and you ask yourself, okay, what am I feeling in my body right now? What emotions are present? And then you take away the labels of what you're feeling and you start to ask yourself, okay, does that sensation have a shape? Does it have a color? Does it have a texture? It's really interesting because a lot of the time when we're picking up our phones, we're trying to distract yeah. ourselves. We're trying to uh, avoid something we're feeling, even if we're not even aware that we're trying to avoid it. And so um, this helps This helps me and I, I, it helps my clients get into a place where like, okay, okay, we can be with what's present and we can take away all the labels.
0: And it's allowing yourself to like admit how you're feeling. Because a lot of times, Mm -hmm. like, I think it can be like almost embarrassing or we can feel like a certain way or like, oh, I don't, if I say that, then that's real. Or, you know, so like not judging yourself, not, you know, like you said, taking labels off things, but really just owning and being brutally honest with what's coming up for you. How are you feeling? Because if you don't, you're just going to suppress and it's not going to go anywhere, you know,
1: And lots and lots of love. Like I noticed this happening for me the other day when I kept wanting to pick up my phone and I, I paused and I slowed down. I was like, oh, oh my gosh. My inner child is like, she's like, oh, I'm not doing enough. I'm not enough. People don't love me. I need to do more. And, and it was, you know, I didn't even know that was like there. It was underneath the surface and, um, Yeah. It's like having the courage of what you just said to be brutally, to be honest and then like lots and lots of love. Yeah. So, wow. Okay. So
0: creating, creating these practices, I think is going to be like a trial and error for people, you know, like I, I think that when we're starting new things like this or creating new habits in general, or just new practices, doing it for long enough to find like is it working or maybe it just needs to be like a small change um but finding like what is working for you and then i i want you to talk about also like being aware of when things start to happen that you started manifesting like mm. because i think sometimes unless we see like the big picture come to fruition you know we're like it's not happening it's not working like Until that one little thing happens and you're going to be like, holy
1: shit, (laughs) I think I
0: created that.
1: Mm, Yeah. This is why I love journaling because this gives you the conscious practice of noticing that it's happening before something even like super big happens. You know, it's um, a lot of times, at least this was my experience. I, my my point of view was so narrow that I couldn't even see the little details that were happening to make up the bigger picture um, until like, you know, they all added up or maybe I didn't see them. And then I kept getting blocked because I, I couldn't see what was actually right there. Um, so one of the reasons I love journaling, but one of a great practice to do is actually just start writing um, all the ways that it is already happening before you actually see something big, because noticing how little things are happening for you, how maybe you're seeing angel numbers. Um, maybe someone gives you a compliment. Maybe you get an, a text message from someone asking for help on uh, on a subject that you know you're 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 looking to turn into your business or something. So those are all the little things that you can write down and be like, okay, my manifestations are already happening for me. Or if you get like a random, you find a random $10 and you're manifesting, a, you know, financial abundance, like I found this, it's already happening. So those are the, the steps to, to attract more. Can you talk a little bit about verbiage that you use
0: when you're, you know, saying your your affirmations or your mantras you know whatever it is because I think that that can be you know I know that in affirmations verbiage is like everything and I think that that also translates just into your mindset in general like using certain Mm -hmm. phrases or verbiage so um, can you share a little bit about what you use or recommend
1: totally well first off it's got to feel good in your body so I I noticed that a lot of I, I had a TikTok video that went viral, and it was all on the an affirmation. And the affirmation was like, "I don't chase; I attract. Mm-hmm. Everything that's meant to me will come to me." Some people were like, "Oh my gosh, I manifested so much using that affirmation." And then there were so many other people that were like, "This doesn't work. This is the worst. Like, I actually, all these bad things happened to me because I said this affirmation." Um, and I wanna point out and I've done this many times before and I'm going to keep doing it that that affirmation itself is not all powerful it's 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 simply a channel it's a channel for your energy it's a way to realign your energy so the affirmation has got to feel good in your body if you want it to work if you want to use it as a tool for manifestation so I recommend trying different affirmations out. It's got to elicit a reaction in your body. So oftentimes I will do, I am statements like I am capable. Um, or sometimes it's as simple as I know what to do. I make really great decisions. Um, and for me, like those are just some examples that soothe my nervous system, allow me to exhale, allow me to open up into them. So if you think of affirmations as like the structure, the masculine, you want that to provide the space for you to soften, to open, to receive, to be in your feminine.
0: Yeah. I think for, I I think we're just taught to be in that masculine so much that sometimes like, I, I just remember being uncomfortable in flow, like, Mm -hmm. no, I need to do this. And it's got to look like this. And, um, instead of like sitting with how things feel. And so if you're, if you're hearing us say like, how does it feel in your body? And you're like, I don't know how anything feels in my body. It just being with those emotions in in calm, quiet settings, you're mm. going to, I think, learn how things feel. So if that is like, you're like, I don't know, you're going to learn just be mm. quiet. And I think that you'll be surprised. i glad you
1: point that out. I'm, I'm such a deep feeler that sometimes I forget that people don't like feel instantly. I'm like, what? You don't know? I should right
0: know. <laughs> I am now, but Uh, I was not. So I can,
1: I get that. Yeah. I really get that. So, um, what, what helped you you said getting quiet helped you make the shift.
0: Yeah. Is there anything else? I think I, on my personal development journey, one of the things that I think changed the game for me was just awareness and Mm -hmm. especially of habits. So Mm. when I was, um, you know, either trying to start something or trying to stop something, um, you know, I started asking like, why am I reaching for my phone right now? I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I'm actually anxious as fuck right now. So, and then i will be like, okay, well, why am I, you know, why am I anxious? What am I feeling? Following the thread. Yeah. yeah. And so starting to just be aware of my habits is honestly what
1: led me to start
0: being a little bit more
1: Mm, I love that you're already a an expert manifester we've come a long (laughs) way in this little in this little interview that's why I love like just taking away the label as well like once you identify okay I feel anxious like taking away the, the label and starting to see like okay where is that sensation in my body? Is it in a specific area? And then going into like what I shared earlier of like does it have a shape, a feeling? That, that's a great way to build up your awareness to connect deeper to your body to understand okay, what what am I feeling? What's going on? You know, and, and it takes time if you've been in your head in the masculine for a long time, reacquainting yourself with the body and the feminine just takes practice.
0: Yeah. One of the last couple of things I want to talk about too, is I'm obviously I'm non-specific in my manifestation, but I'm also feminine. So one of my arrows is pointing to the left. So my habits, like I don't journal every single morning and I don't read every single morning, but I do whatever I feel like I want to do that morning. I try to have, you know, some sort of practice every day. And so I think also just tuning into i think something that's going to help me is like maybe i have the same affirmation every day for a while you know or or but mm-hmm. maybe it's like maybe it's ebbing and flowing maybe i just say what's coming up for me that day i think that that can just like we were talking about things don't have to be so so structured like you have right. to almost do what feels good in the moment, because if it's not in alignment, I don't think any of it really matters, you know, not that it doesn't matter, but if it's not aligned and it's forced, then you're not going to create the thing.
1: Right. And, and if you have been in your masculine for a long time, um, know that you might swing all the way over to the other side to the feminine for a little bit. And then you'll come back in the middle at some point too, yeah. right? And all, all it's all perfect, um, and yeah, maybe you try some things out. If you're if you have a third line in your human design, if you're an MG, maybe you'll try several different things out. If you're first line, maybe you'll study something. like you'll study breath work or meditation. You'll go deep. Yeah. Um. I I I think with manifestation, like we've just got to take away all the pressures and limits and like, and this is probably me talking as a generator. I'm like, just do what feels good. Just do what lights you up. Um, But you really do have to just tune in and be like, where, where do I feel my body is leading me and also my intuition and, and with all that being said, like, keep it simple, like always make it simple. Start with one thing and, and explore it. And the rest will come. Yeah. So
0: you obviously have talked about human design a little bit and you're a human design reader. So how does this, how does this all like correlate to you? Like how, how did you bring both of these things together in your head? Like when did, cause you haven't always been into human design, right?
1: I got into it, um, a little after I got into manifestation. Okay. Um, so it has, it has been around, I'd say for a good bit of my manifestation journey. Um, mainly because I realized that when you follow your design manifestation, it's so much easier. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. How does it all correlate?
0: Yeah. I just, I, well, let me rephrase the question. How does, how does this help your clients? kind of get to the next level and get them Mm -hmm. unstuck. Because for me, not that I'm a guru, but really once I started digging into human design and understanding, it almost, I don't want to say it was a validation, but it kind of was of saying like, the things that you felt about yourself were for a reason, like your frustrations Mm -hmm. when you tried to do something not in alignment or, you know, something that wasn't meant for you. I will say I've always really been aware um, I'm a manifester. So I've always had that, like, I'm going to go, I'm doing the thing. And I would turn around. I'm like, why aren't you guys coming? We're doing this now. Like, you know, <laughs> and oh, I shared on an, another episode, my mom would always be like, you love to start things and just, you don't do them. Like you just quit You're a quitter. And I'm like, no, they just like, didn't feel good anymore. So I just like, didn't want to do them anymore. And I,
1: you know, or you need to just delegate yeah, to or like,
0: else to finish. okay, you, you finish <laughs> that. I'm, I'm done with that. We're moving on to the next thing. And I that's like great. would label that as like bad. Like I always had this mm. thing about me and it was like, no, that's not bad. It's just literally who I am and how I function. Yeah. And so how does like, how does that help without going into a whole nother episode? How does oh, this, totally. how does this help your clients? I can answer okay. it.
1: I can answer it in a sentence. So our natural ability is to consciously manifest. The main thing that gets in the way is the conditioning, the, the limiting beliefs that, Oh, you're that you're a quitter. You're doing that wrong. Or, you know, whatever belief we carry, I'm not enough. I'm X, Y, Z. So human design it's not telling you anything you don't already know deep down about yourself. It's a tool to decondition what was never yours to begin with. It's, it's, it's a tool to strip away what is not you so that you can reconnect to your true essence and nature and manifest from that space. Because when you are you, when you come home to yourself, when you understand your energy, manifestation is easy. It's not something you have to try and push and force. It just happens because you're being yourself. Mic drop. Yeah. That's it. Wow. (laughs) Rachel,
0: thank you so much. Can you, how can we connect with you? How can we get more of you?
1: Well, I would love to connect. Um, If you want to connect with me, the best place would be Instagram. My handle is rachelgram.co. And I would love it. Please send me a message and tell me what your human design is. Tell me what you're manifesting. If you resonated with any of this, like send me a message. I would love to hear from you. Um, But yeah, Instagram is the best place. Yeah. And you do human design readings as well. Um, So if you
0: guys want to jump in and work a little bit closer with Rachel, if you just really connected with this, I'll link in the show notes how you guys um, can connect with her in, in all
1: the ways. Yeah. Yeah. Human design. And if you want to learn how to embody your human design with somatic movement, somatic healing, um, that's kind of like the next, the next level, um, with manifestation. Wow. I love it. Rachel, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Bye guys.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you got something out of this conversation, it would mean the world to me if you would share this with a friend. And if you haven't already, please follow us over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you like to listen. A five-star review on Apple would be amazing and that's how we can grow our Unleashed Ambition community. I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. I'll see you then.